Patriots. So today we're going to delve. We're going to delve into the supposed January 6th insurrection. And we're not going to argue at any point that entering the Capitol by force or breaching their barriers or even violence perpetrated on law enforcement officers is okay in any way, shape, or form. Obviously, it's not. We shouldn't even have to state that. You know, that that's that's first and foremost. There's no disagreement there. But the goal today is to get to the entire truth and not just the part that tells the story that those on the left want you to believe was the sum of the whole. Uh, and, and that's the reason they withheld 40,000 hours of footage from everyone. As I point out the manipulation tactics, those in the government uh, employ quite regularly with the use of the, uh, the media, movies, and, and every other medium, uh, uh, social networks, uh, everything. You know, they, their algorithm is geared in their favor, um, and, it's, and it's plain to see. To anyone who's truly awake, it's plain to see. If I'm tasked with the responsibility of determining that someone has broken the law, I must look at the person's actions as well as take their intentions into account. Because in this case, they're trying to say it's sedition, right? So in order to be seditious, that's, you have to be seditious. There, there was a lot of factors that took place on this day that separated people from, that were in the Capitol versus people that broke into the Capitol, right? There's a, there's a definite and clear distinction. And I want you to remember that the left hired a Hollywood producer during the hearings for the J6 committee so that they could paint the picture they wanted you to see that fit their narrative. I also want you to know that if a lawmaker and that is, that is determining, uh, is the determining force as to whether or not someone broke the law and, and, and they're on the left, and they're backed by the media. And in this case, they have four rhinos in their corner as well, uh, the, the ones that I'll mention anyway. And it's Liz Cheney, Paul Ryan, Mitt Romney, and even Mitch McConnell, just to name a few. It's easy to tell someone that others are indeed a lawbreaker when the person setting the rules are lying to benefit their cause. And their only defense when the truth is actually made known is that they're lying. That's their only defense. They can't give a counterpoint to anything in your argument. If you say they did X, Y, Z, right in a row, and, you, and you're detailed as far as what your charges are, they will not ever address those charges directly. And they give vague generalities as far as what their answers are. Very simple. They're lying. That's their reply. And, and, and they wonder why people don't trust them. So... They stick to their lie, and it's, it's as if they are the leaders of a giant brainwashing operation anyway. Uh, they're, telling, they're telling people there are three lights when we clearly see that there are only two. But when we explain to them still that there are two, they want to stick to their lie because that's part of the brainwashing operation, and that's how it actually takes place. Stick to the lie no matter what. Stick to the lie. And they're joined by a chorus of other people who are telling the same lie. We're looking at the United States full of victims of uh, people that are victims of a mass brainwashing operation by the press and by those in charge. It's 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 a great it's a human it's a, probably the largest psyop in human history. That that's what they're doing. They're they're changing the rules right in front of our eyes. But for some reason, nothing that we are told seems to be validated until you hear it on the news. I could tell you truth all day long. 
and when you you will not accept it until someone on the news says it because in your mind that validates it and makes it truth it was always truth prior to them saying it so people you need to wake up and, and start looking at the root of where all these stories come from and i have one coming up here um <clears throat> that I'm, I'm working on the details on for what took place in arizona just recently there was a there was a testimony given on the 23rd of february uh where a lady brought quite a bit of evidence against the electorate down in and uh, uh officials down in uh arizona and found out that miss hobbs might be on the take and we have the evidence and we have the video uh, and we're going we're gonna to show it and we're going to go through it and we're going to unpack that as well. But back to, I digress, back to J6. And <clears throat> so, yes, folks, they lie and they lie about lying some more. And when, in fact, uh, they're, they're not only lying, most of the time they're in on the crime. You know, they're, they're, they're not just lying the lie. Like, the fox is guarding the hen house, people, and, and, and the people on the left are doing just that. We're going to go down the rabbit hole today and, and talk a little bit about the evidence of past collusion, how lawmakers use the FBI and other government agencies to infiltrate and entrap people for crimes that they are guilty of concocting. They're guilty of setting people up, planning to use those same people as headlines to feed their propaganda machine, such as was the case uh, with... Uh, not only Gretchen Whitmer and, and that situation down there that the FBI infiltrated a group and concocted a plan to throw them under the bus, um, but it was also the case of what happened with uh, Jacob Chansley. AKA. But Democrats have been doing this for quite some time, and it affects their base most often. They seem to have a plethora of brainwashed followers ready to do anything and everything and believe everything that they say. It reminds me of when Karl Marx had uh, a, a chicken following around the stage. I remember reading about this. And as he fed the chicken, he pulled feathers out. And he was hurting it pretty bad. But as long as he kept on dropping some food down for the chicken, the chicken continued to follow it. And, and that's exactly what the people on the left are at this point. Because you're watching your inflation go through the roof. You're seeing all the problems in all these cities across uh, the entirety of the United States. You're seeing your children... Uh, uh, go and, and be forced to use the same bathroom, little girls and little boys at the same time. They're changing your family values right in front of your face and taking your choice away from you, pulling your feathers out. But as long as they uh, give you some entitlements and, and, and you think they're your champions and, and they virtue signal like they are, you keep right on eating at the Democratic trough. And, and, it, and it's really, really crazy at this point that that side of the aisle are the ones that really refer to themselves as woke, to be quite honest. We have a government for some reason that just keeps defending the most abhorrent of people while demonizing the people that believe in God and country, and I can prove it. Let's take a look at two cases with two different men, two entirely different people, that committed attempted murder on video in front of everyone for the entire world to see. And... They they received hardly any punishment whatsoever, and the punishment they did receive was barely a slap on the wrist. Let me cue up this video because it's it's something that, well, I'm sure a lot of you have already seen, but let's just put it into context and take a look. The first one here is going to be Dave Chappelle. Now, everybody remembers when the man tried to attack Dave Chappelle on stage. He, the guy had a knife 
uh, 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 some type of a knife with him and, and watch what he does. There he goes. Oh, it's Dave. Now, oh, he tried, tried to, to reach for him with whatever he had, and then he ran off. Now, the man had a knife, and he attacked him on stage in full view of every person there. And what? Nothing. Attempted murder in front of everyone. He was charged with a misdemeanor count of battery, possession of a weapon with intent to assault, unauthorized access to a stage area during a performance, and a commission of an act that delays uh, an event or interferes with a performer. <laughs> this is nuts, a, a misdemeanor. If he's convicted on the misdemeanor count, Lee faces up to one and a half years in jail and a $4,000 fine. Do you see the disparity? Do you see the difference? This man attempted to kill an entertainer live on stage on camera and got a misdemeanor, and Jacob Chansley got four years in prison for walking through the Capitol building with a police guide and praying with them. <laughs> this is how evil they are. This is how evil they are. I'm appalled at anyone that can justify this or even try, people. I, I can't believe you can come up with a way or a point of view, or a way to word this that makes it sane. It doesn't even make sense. This shouldn't even be political. This is more about right and wrong than it is about right and left. Come on, people. This is this is this is nuts. And and the fact that they get away with this is even crazier. And let's take another look at a man who literally ran over a mother and her infant on 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 video. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk after. Take a look at this and, and tell me what you think. This is this is another one. This is another one. Attempted murder on video. See the mother and her child there and how he kind of veers over, hits them, and then just pulls off and leaves, doesn't get out the car. Are you all right? None, he doesn't know if he killed somebody. He doesn't know what he did. He has no clue what he did. So let's take uh, take that into consideration, folks. Take that into consideration. And tell me, tell me, that there's not a large disparity between what the Q shaman did versus what those two people did. You want to know what the second sentence of that man was who just about tried to murder a mother and her child there? He got five months probation camp because he was 16. So he was allowed to get away with two counts of attempted murder. Five months of probation camp. This is someone who mowed down a mom and infant. This was justice for a man that not only did he mow him down, but he fled the scene. He didn't care if he killed him or not. He didn't know. For all he knows, they could have been dead and he just left. But the Q, uh, Q Shaman's guided tour was worthy of a four-year sentence. That's a travesty. That's a travesty. I firmly believe the real story lies within the facts the establishment does not want talked about or shown to the American people because it shows who and what they really are. That's what it really boils down to. They created an entire narrative surrounding that uh, the, the fact that Trump supporters were thrashing and rioting in the Capitol that day. But what you see instead shows a very small group of people who were even, even they were opposed by the crowd of Trump supporters. They were opposed by them. They were pulling weapons out of their hand, pulling them back, yelling at the, the Capitol Police to do something about it. And, and then 
they, they, they ended up destroying some uh, equipment from the Associated Press and busting out a few windows. And it, they immediately hone in on those people and make you think that those people were the sum of the whole of what took place that day. And that's a lie. They, show, they showed you people pushing through a barricade by force and neglected to show you that the police were pulling the barricades back in other areas so people thought it was okay to go beyond that point. So a lot of people ended up going into the Capitol that day because and getting entrapped because they thought that they could because the barriers weren't there and the police officers were acting just like what you saw in the Q Shaman video there where they were escorting people around and they were talking to people and you know, there was an orderly crowd inside of the Capitol, as we saw. Now, how is that a lie? We saw it. You know, they, and, they, and they want to talk about cherry-picking. They cherry-picked enough footage to show us uh, less than, I, I think it was about 10, 15 minutes of, unless they showed the same uh, uh, time interval from several different points of view, you're not going to get much time. That's why they withheld 40,000 hours of this video. Once again, let me make myself loud and clear. We are not condoning the behavior of people who committed any kind of violence that day or breached the, the barrier to go into the Capitol. And we believe those people should be held to account. But what we look at here and what we have here uh, are, are people that were picked and chose. There were some who were not charged at all, such as was the case with Ray Epps. And also the staffers that worked at the uh, Stephen Colbert late night show. But they gave the QAnon, uh, Q Shaman there uh, four years. Four years. Other people they didn't prosecute at all and won't answer any questions as to why they didn't. And, and if you say, I want the truth, I just want to know the truth, then you're one of those deplorables. Who, who just don't want to buy into the narrative that they concocted it behind closed doors by withholding 40,000 hours of surveillance footage. Let's just listen to Ray Epps as he says it out of his own mouth for everyone to hear as he encourages people to go into the Capitol. Just, just listen to this man. And he think Donald Trump did something wrong by telling people to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. Listen to what this guy said. <laughs> oh, now it's going to act up. Let's take another listen. Look for yourself. Okay, folks, spread the word. As soon as the president got speaking, we go to the Capitol. The Capitol is this direction. Watch him whisper in his ear. Now, watch what happens. So there you have it. There you have it. I, 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 how can this be so plain to see? The guy encouraged those people to do that. He, there is no doubt that he gave that man an order to do that right there. That's what you saw. It was only after Ray Epps whispered in that man's ear that they start pushing through that barricade by force. But they didn't charge him. He he disappeared off the wanted list as soon as he went on. And he was the one encouraging people to uh, go inside the Capitol. 
And, and then and then they they get real slick later on when they start to try to tell you who he is and who he doesn't work for versus giving a, a straight up answer. They want to tell you who he doesn't work for, right? The, the, it's really Article ridiculous here. at this point that they get away with saying and doing some of the things that they do just because how they carefully word their answers. So, yeah, it, it, he intentionally did that. And, and, and anyone who, who doesn't know that clearly is not paying attention. And then they expect you to act like they're, you know, for us to believe that they're acting in our best interest while demonizing people on the right for simply asking for the facts in the case, while at the same time asking us only to consider the facts that they cherry-picked while accusing Tucker Carlson of doing exactly what they did, it, which is not uncommon for them. Every time they blame you for doing something, it's because that's what they did. Look at all those Trump charges, you know, the trumped-up Trump charges. that they. <laughs> it, it, every time they blamed him for doing something, quid pro quo, well, that's what Biden did, isn't it? Son of a bitch. They fired the prosecutor. Quid pro quo. I'm going to be here six more hours. If the prosecutor isn't fired, you're not getting the money. Quid pro quo. They are a bunch of gaslighting hypocrites. That's what they are. Now listen to the carefully worded answer about who Ray Epps is, or rather who he isn't. When asked, uh, plain and simple, they asked uh, FBI agent, and they told him they couldn't comment. When one of the staffers comes from the background and says, he is not associated with law enforcement. Okay. That doesn't tell us who he is. You just told us who he didn't work for. And, you know, and, and keep in mind that he, he asked, they was asked, why, why did you come there? Why, they asked, they asked Ray F, why he came there, and, and he espoused that, you know what, I, I came there because I, I believe there would be explosives planted. And there was. So this automatically would have made him a person of, uh, of interest, correct? Well, they asked him again, you know, why he was there, and he switched his answer, and yet again. So no one still fully understands why he's there, and they seem to be protecting him, and they're still not charging him. But the Q shaman, you know, can't have any praying in the Capitol. That that's what that seems to be. Four years in the you know in prison for praying, you know. I'm, I, if you want to charge the man for breaching the Capitol, and, and and you know you have to tell me why it was that you didn't charge some folks and you charged other folks because it looks like targeting to me. I mean, it, it's pretty plain to see that they're they're just targeting certain individuals, and there's no doubt. So. <clears throat> He continually switched his story. He lied as to whether or not they, he breached the Capitol. It was a complete lie. He see him on, on, on tape, on video, encouraging people to go into the Capitol. And as you can see, the government is very quick and adept at answering questions in such a way as to make you believe that you've gotten an answer which excludes them from guilt. However, it's just truly a, a deflection or a literal truth. Meaning when she said he didn't work for a law enforcement agency, that is a literal truth. She didn't say he didn't work for some uh, a branch or arm of the military. She didn't say any of the other branches that weren't necessarily law enforcement. So in fact, all she did was prevent herself from being charged with perjury later because she said who he wasn't, not who he was. So it, it, it could she could have just answered in a completely different way 
and that would have put the issue to bed or just release the information that you have and tell us who he actually is and we can put this to bed. But you can't do it because you're obviously lying. Obviously lying. And this information will come out at some point uh, and hopefully in the near future. But is anything ever going to be done about it? That's that's something we don't know because we haven't seen anyone uh, be held responsible for anything that they've done thus far. Now, she could have worked for, he could have worked for nobody at all and she could have just said he was a regular guy. Uh, and just remember, there are many agencies, like they said, they, they're not law enforcement. So she shielded herself. And in this next segment, uh, you're going to actually see exactly what law enforcement did, uh, you know, that, that, that opened them up to, believe, to us believing that they were being less than honest as well, right? And, and I'm not talking about boots on the ground guys that were there as well. There, there are some of that as well. I had a friend who will remain nameless that was there on January 6th, and he told me the story. That the guys that didn't show their badges, had their faces covered, would show up and drop tear gas into the crowd and get them all riled up. And when they got all riled up, uh, they would leave. And, and this is what began the agitation. And then you had Ray Epps in the crowd doing what he did. So there was, there was some stuff going on there. And we just want to know to what extent, what extent things were going on there. I'm going to play this clip for you guys. Listen to what he says. He's not, he's not giving you any, any, uh, you know, any indication that he's trying to come at this from a specific angle. He just wants the entire truth. Listen to what he says, and you tell me what you think. There's another person who was there present on January 6th. This is from uh, Epic Times, who's, um, and I'll just read you the passage of the article. Ray Epps, the former Arizona Oath Keepers leader who was famously captured on camera a day before January 6th, 2021, urging uh, protesters to go into the U.S. Capitol, allegedly directed a group of individuals who removed siege weapons, including a long piece of two-by-four lumber from a utility hatch on Capitol grounds after telling witnesses they needed to slow the crowd so it didn't F up the plan, a man claims. So you've got a witness who said that uh, he was close enough to him. And also on the camera footage, if you go back, you can find that this witness was in close proximity with Mr. So how about that, guys? How about that? He says, tell these guys to slow down. They're messing up the plan. What plan? What operation? What was the operation called, Ray? Who'd you work for? Who was given the orders? What plan are you referring to? Don't you think this is something that the January 6th committee should have wanted to know? Shouldn't this have been good information? Shouldn't these people have been in front of them and answer, answering questions? Shouldn't Nancy Pelosi have been there to answer why she turned down the National Guard? She was the one in charge uh, of, of the security that day. They didn't even brief the uh, Capitol Police that day on any potential riots or disturbances or anything like that so they, they they didn't prepare you know as far as any you know preparation was only in the training that they had already received but there should have been national guard there there should have been protections in place they were given enough fair warning and, and time to prepare and yet it seems as though not only did they allow it to happen but the question really comes down to is that that did they conspire to make it happen now we're not we can't say uh, with an affirmative answer that they did or didn't, but 
it, it, it darn sure, it, it appears that way when people deny and deflect and lie when you see what what happened and, and they're clearly lying to you and, and then they double down on the lie. It's it's not something that that you can just, you know, clearly overlook and, and, and not take into account. Yeah, let's get, let Thomas uh, Massey here uh, continue his statement. It, it, this guy is really on the front lines, and and he should be praised for his fight to uh, get to the truth. Perhaps, uh, several times, and for a prolonged period of times, uh, long enough to hear these words, if they were indeed stated to him from Mr. Epps. Is nobody curious about this? Does nobody care on the other side of the aisle? I mean, I thought you'd set up a whole committee, a whole January 6th committee to get to the bottom of this. And the one person who seems to... There seems to be more information, more video of than anybody else that can be identified positively and who is the only person that we see the day before urging protesters to go into the Capitol. The only person who's told the FBI that he thought there were going to be pipe bombs on or there were going to be bombs on side streets. And that's one of the reasons he. Now, there he is again. He's he's saying that he showed up because he believed there were going to be explosives planted on side streets. And there were. So if you believed it, and there were, why are you not a suspect? You made the statement. You made the statement. So why, why isn't he a suspect? Why wasn't he arrested? Why wasn't he tried? <laughs> well, um, maybe he didn't pray. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. Maybe... If he would have prayed in, in, on the Senate floor, yeah, that would have been the end of him. You can't have that. Yeah, that's, that's uh, you know, maybe he didn't book his tour like the Q Shaman guy did. I, I'm not sure. But uh, it, it's it's really astounding the level to which these guys go to to make it look like they're genuine and honest. And, and they're nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. Listen to, listen to the rest of what he's saying here. Came. By the way, it seems like every time he talked to the FBI, he had a different reason for saying why he came to the Capitol that day. But why is nobody on the other side of the aisle interested in that? Why is the FBI not interested in that? Why are you rushing to his defense? This is the thing I don't understand. President Trump said far less than to go into the Capitol. That's where your problems are. And yeah, peacefully and patriotically, we're, make your voices heard. But this guy said, go into the Capitol. I'm probably going to jail for it. I'm probably going to get arrested for this, for saying this, and he said it the day before. Why is there no interest in him? Why is there, by the way, and this is the one that we can identify. Why are there no interests in the other people who were urging them to go into the Capitol? We have photographs of them. Some of them never have even appeared on the FBI most wanted list. Whereas at least Ray Epps appeared there for a while before he disappeared. Mr. Chairman. Uh, remind members to mute their microphones. So I would just close this out and, and I'll yield back to Mr. Bence, but by saying that this resolution is important. You're not going to memory hole this. this. There were cameras everywhere. You can create your own thesis for what happened, but, you, but if your thesis is in contradiction with things that 
hundreds of millions of Americans can observe and nobody disputes, you have to resolve that. You've, and the only way we can do that is by getting to the truth. Give and, and that's it right there in, in, in plain truth. If you got nothing to hide, stop hiding what you have and let us all come together under the umbrella of truth in its entirety and then we can come to our own conclusions. But when you're withholding the facts and you're withholding the data and then we get data that contradicts what you told us happened, what are we supposed to think? You know what we think. Guys are a bunch of liars. A, a, a bunch of con artists and it, it, I, there's uh, nothing nothing in their official story that was stated government that that back. ever ever <laughs> ever came anywhere near what tucker carlson exposed the other night on tv nothing at all but right after he did Old Chucky had to come out on TV and, and double down on his live. Remember, there are three lights, not two, three, not two, three. So, yeah, let, let's take a listen as Chucky, old Chucky boy, Last night. tries to uh, deflect and uh, you're a liar. They're lying. Remember, they're lying. <laughs> listen. Last night. Millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have lights. ever seen on cable television. With contempt for the facts, disregard of the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience, Fox Gas News lighting. host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. By diving deep into the waters of conspiracy. I want to stop right there. He never said that it wasn't necessarily any violence that took place there. What Tucker Carlson said was the sum of the whole of what took place that day is nowhere near the picture that they tried to paint uh, or the story that they tried to tell. And that's why they withheld 40,000 hours of surveillance footage so that they could make it seem the way they wanted to make it seem. That's what Tucker Carlson said. And what he's saying right now is a ball-faced lie, which is why he's not speaking to the specifics of the thing that has things that were shown on those videos, such as Jacob Chansley. He's not bringing him up. He's not talking about his case. Why? Because the moment that he does and tries to address a specific issue, he will lose the argument and get exposed. But if he sticks to vague generalities like they're lying, then it's just a, an argument. Uh, he's lying. No, he's not. But he cannot be specific because the moment he does try to be specific, he will get exposed immediately. Just listen. And cherry picking from thousands of hours of security footage. Cherry picking. He cherry picked. Mr. Carlson told the bold-faced lie that the Capitol attack, which we all saw with our own eyes, was somehow not an attack at all. He tried to argue it was nothing more than a peaceful sightseeing tour. Can you imagine a nonviolent demonstration, a perfectly fine and appropriate instance of people expressing their opinion? I, so many others who were here in the Capitol, and millions and millions of Americans are just furious. <laughs> we're furious. 
Yeah, he's furious. He's mad because he got caught in a lie. Just like Adam Schiff, mad because he got caught in a lie. Just like Eric Swalwell, mad because he got caught with a spy. Wake up, people. Wake up. There are a bunch of gaslighting idiots and hypocrites. They don't, they do not believe in the things that they pretend to champion. They're not the people they pretend to be. They're just a Confederacy 2.0, a bunch of racist backbiters who seek ultimate power and will do anything to get it, even if it means concocting charges that don't exist, making up stories, having prosecutors fired, you name it. They don't care to what links they must go because nobody holds them to account. So why hide it, right? That's, that's exactly what they're doing. Now, this last clip that I'm going to show you, right, this one here, is, come to my uh, attention. Is a is a is a mayor in Ohio, right? Nothing to do with the J six thing, but this is just to emphasize, you know, a very slick or sly move and how you know how smart they try to play things. Listen to what this mayor, because on the surface it seems like he's doing a very patriotic thing, and he's standing up for the parents and the children, and he's going against the school board, and he's telling the people on the school board to resign. And it all seems to be a very good act on his part. Play the clip here real quick, and then I'm going to ask you a question, or talk about it right after. Just just watch what he says, and what he does, and what... Uh, and what exactly happens at the end in the, when the crowd cheers, right? Listen. It's come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is child pornography mm -hmm. in the classroom. I've spoken to a judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. You either choose, choose to resign from this Board of Education or you will be charged. Thank you. So, very patriotic, right? You know, he stood up to the school board. He even threatened to charge him and spoke with a judge, he said. But what happened? Nothing. Why? Because it made, he made it seem like he did something. He made it seem like he punished them. He, make it, he made it seem as if they were held accountable. But in fact, all he ever said was, Quit your job before they throw charges on you. It's so it, it made it seem as if they had some type of punishment. They were held responsible, but they, they were never held responsible because they never faced charges in a courtroom for grooming your children and exposing your children to, to pornography. This should be a, a serious charge. This is something that, that, that they take way too lightly. And that man just grandstanded and made it look like he did something to hold those people to count. And he did nothing. It was a show put on for your benefit. So you go away and stop asking questions and think that what he did was enough. And it wasn't, it wasn't enough guys. I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. And uh, remember, Hit that like, follow, subscribe button, leave a comment, tell us what you think. Go check us out on thepatriotsprayer.com and support us at your youronestopgiftshop.com. That's what gives us the ability to do this here, guys. So um, as I always tell you, and I always will, guys, you got to stop being the silent majority and start speaking up and stand your ground. Until next time, Patriots, have a good week.